0: well hello everyone welcome to the it just works podcast i am your host ryan thank you guys for joining us today i'm going to be talking about halo 4 and halo 5 343's mainline halo games i'm kind of going over some of the future episodes of the podcast uh just apologizing for my quick break i just kind of needed it after an episode got completely lost to the ether and i uh, just kind of sucked I'm extremely happy to be back and recording episodes. I miss the show and I appreciate everyone's support. I've been paying attention and people are still listening to the show. So I appreciate you so much. Uh, I just want to go over a quick sponsor, uh, Forever Grips Gaming Accessories. Go check them out. They are great people. They got great accessories for your thumbsticks, Your uh, if you want to put a cover on your controller instead of buying a brand new one just for a different color. They also have keyboard accessories, PC accessories, and some clothing you can use the code ITJUSTWORKSPOD, all caps, all spelled correctly, to get 15% off your purchase. So just once again, that discount code is ITJUSTWORKSPOD to get 15% off your first purchase. So please go check out Forever Grips Gaming, and um, I'm excited, I'm really happy that they are sponsoring the show still. Uh, They are great people, and I'm excited for you guys to go check out what they have. But enough of that, let's cue that intro. Hey there, everybody. Welcome into the show. I'm your host, Ryan, and this is the It Just Works podcast. Uh, My apologies for a whole week without an episode. The uh, last week when I was recording uh, episode 31, it was just going to be like a news update, just going over a ton of topics. It just didn't go well. I actually lost the entire episode. As I hit the stop button on recording, my program shut down and I could not recover the project and it hurt deep inside. (laughs) And I basically just kind of lost motivation right there. Uh, it was already kind of getting late that day anyway, so just kind of took a quick break. Had some other things going on, so I am back now. I am extremely excited for today's episode because we're going to be looking back at 343's mainline Halo games. So we are going to be talking about Halo 4 and Halo 5. Uh, technically, yes, uh, Halo Wars 2 counts, but i want to do a, a separate episode for that. I think Halo Wars deserves its own episode. Uh, plus, me and my cousin Jared are going to be replaying it. So I kind of want to have a fresh memory of, you know, that game, and I, I just think it's important to talk about. The reason why we're talking about Halo a lot, everyone, is, well, it's my favorite franchise in history, uh, so aside from the super biased fanboyism that, you know, that is me, um, you know, Halo Infinite, you know, slowly on its way out, and it's gaining more traction every week. There's something new coming out, some type of news. We have a new book. Uh, coming out called Halo Shadows of Reach, I believe. Uh, It will be coming out soon, and it's actually taking place after Halo 5 and before Halo Infinite, assuming they follow a certain path of storytelling since Joseph Staten has been brought back in as the uh, campaign lead to oversee the campaign. So I don't know what's going to be changed. Uh, You know, I don't know if this book is actually going to tell a story and we're going to continue Infinite from the book and Halo 5. We just don't know what's going on right now. So that book is Master Chief and Blue Team going back to the planet Reach. Uh, I believe they're going back to make themselves a new Cortana, um, you know, for Chief. You know, if you play the games, you know that Cortana is an extremely useful AI companion. It's just, you know, with, <laughs> with Cortana and Chief together, it's kind of like, you know, Mjolnir and Captain America. It's like he basically becomes invincible to some extent, right? just the the capabilities of the character uh grows by quite a bit so i believe that's what they're going to do in the book and they're also probably going to talk about what happened in halo five with cortana going rogue and with all the guardians i mean i don't really know what's going on (laughs) so there's just a lot of stuff coming out with halo i mean they have the halo infinite collectibles that are uh you know you can find them now at target i've been searching every week i have I think I have like half of the series, the series one between, I only need one more six inch figure, I need one more two pack, uh, and then like a bunch of the little small ones. So I'm almost done. So basically if you're a Halo fan, this is going to be a good episode for you because there's a ton of Halo stuff to talk about, but I wanted to look back at Halo four as it was about as close as you could get to a current gen game. It was actually supposed to come out. With the Xbox One, but the previous head of Xbox demanded that it be launched with the Xbox 360, so that kind of sucks. And then we got Halo 5, which is a hot pile of shit. <laughs> it's not that bad, but we're going to talk about why it's bad. And so, you know, I understand there's a lot of Halo stuff coming out, but for me personally, it's like what I'm covering because it's what I'm really involved with. So I hope you guys understand that there is a lot of other stuff I want to talk about. I just haven't got there yet. Uh, We are going to be going over the Marvel movies still, other movies in general. I have an episode planned with Alex uh, coming up soon, hopefully, and I think you guys are going to really love it as it's based off one of the best trilogies in cinema history. Uh, Me and my cousin Jared are going to be talking about Old School Ruinscape, if anyone's ever played those, (laughs) Uh, you know, ever played Old School Ruinscape. Uh, Me and him, believe it or not, have been playing it since dial-up internet, so (laughs) I don't play it anymore, but... It's been quite the journey with that game. When it came back out on mobile, I played it. I mean, I played it a lot. I played it while I was driving at work. It was pretty crazy. So I'm excited to talk about that. And then I recently put a poll on Instagram for, you know, if you guys want to hear about music. So Eric, the casual gamer, and myself are huge into music, huge music buffs. Like, we really cherish the bands we listen to. We've seen them alive. I mean, most of them. Uh, him for sure, not, not me. Uh, we could talk about their discographies for days, uh, genres themselves. But then my cousin Jared made a recommendation that, well, what about soundtracks and composition? So I do plan on doing an episode based off video game soundtracks and you know the composition behind them. Um, so please keep an eye out for that. Is there any other updates? Um, Pokemon's Crown Tundra DLC comes out this Thursday, so it'll be October 22nd. Uh, two days after you guys hear this episode. Um, I will be playing that and doing a full review of that. So that's going to take me a while. I'm still I'm starting to play my Switch again. So I'm going to be playing Mario Sunshine. And if I actually beat it, I'll do a review on it. And then for the first time ever, play Mario Galaxy. Uh, Super Mario 64, I can just tell you right now, it's one of the best games ever made. Go play it if you haven't yet. Buy the 3D All-Stars collection if you haven't yet. Um... Yeah, I'm just trying to make sure I update everybody. It's been a while since we've talked. <laughs> um, so I hope you guys have uh, enjoyed the the catalog of episodes we have up. There's uh, 30 episodes. Well, this will be the 31st. Um, there's definitely a lot to go around, so please make sure and check the previous episodes if you haven't. And yeah, so I want to talk about Halo 4. Halo 4 originally released November 6th in 2012. And a lot of us were pretty excited. I mean, I personally, the way Halo 3's legendary ending was, so the forward unto dawn splits in half, Arbiter is the one that gets sent back to Earth. Excuse me. And Master Chief and Cortana are actually the ones that are left behind in space. And so you see a giant like ring-like planet light up at the end of Halo 3. And I always thought it was Onyx, So there's a book called Ghosts of Onyx, and it's like a... I don't remember. It's a really good book with a lot of Spartans that die on it. And it's a pretty interesting story. I'd have to look into it again before I even talk further. I read that book when I was a kid. But anyways, I thought it was Onyx, right? So I was pretty hyped to see, like, if Chief would come back. But honestly, the way they left it, I think I would have been okay with him to, you know, stick on the sidelines for a while as we got ODST and Reach afterwards. But anyways... 343 was built, you know, Frank O'Connor as the studio head, as a Microsoft Halo division-based studio. So this studio, 343 Industries, focuses nothing on nothing but Halo. Everything they do is Halo-related. So we got Halo 4. Now remember the reveal trailer? It's Chief waking up. He's got different armor. Cortana's telling him to wake up. He grabs the sticky detonator, and then blows a the hole into forward onto Dawn. Kind of swings into space and holds onto the ship as he's staring at Requiem is a Forerunner planet, planet, which we learn as we play Halo 4. And the trailer was really cool, but it had a lot of people upset. They changed Master Chief's armor quite a bit. Like, not a little bit, a lot. (laughs) In fact, the only thing that's the same is the idea that he's got green armor and a gold visor. (laughs) Which, even then, in this game, it's like a fucking dark-ass green and, like, an orange visor. They changed it up quite a bit. So, that didn't sit well with a lot of people. And, you know, people already, like, kind of turned off from it because they felt like Halo 3 really left off on a good note. Which it did. Uh, I really do believe it did. And, it was supposed to launch, you know... Um, you know, on the Xbox One. So it's, to me, till this day, as I, you know, me and Jarrett have played, we played the Halo 4 campaign last weekend. And to me, it's kind of a shame that this game didn't get more polish and a little bit more development time. If this game came out as a launch title for the Xbox One, I really do believe the console would have launched in way better terms. Um, Obviously, the multiplayer you know, and all of its Call of Duty aspects is really not that great. The gameplay is solid. I think Flood mode, which is where they took the infection game mode that we're always used to playing where, you know, you got zombies and shit. Well, they actually turned it into Flood, and the Spartans are literally Flood Spartans. And I think that is so badass. They have their own assassination, you know, animations when you kill a Spartan. I think that game mode is great. I thought the Forge was good, but ugly. Uh it's one of the things we'll kind of be touching on when it comes to 343's Halo. Uh, you know, their their mainline Halo games. I just think that the armors and the not the art style, but like the set pieces can be pretty ugly. Uh for the multiplayer maps. Uh well the the custom multiplayer maps, I'm sorry. So Halo 4 had Spartan Ops as well. So Spartan Ops was their in their mind, their weekly story based uh, you know, online campaign experience with your friends the idea of it is cool I would say the execution of it was horrible Um, I don't know why you'd get rid of a solid game mode for something that was that lackluster they just like you literally have infinite lives like you can keep dying and dying like they throw like way more enemies at you than they do in the campaign (laughs) so you know for some people it's probably really cool uh, for me, it wasn't my cup of tea. I thought the multiplayer overall was good. I just, I really understand why people hated the loadouts, the um, the point system, which allowed you to call in, you know, overshields, power weapons, damage boosts, grenades. Um, you know, I really understand that. You know, people didn't like it. And they don't have to like it's it's definitely changing the, the original formula the arena shooter shooter formula that Halo had built. But for me personally, they took like some of the best things about Reach and then brought them with a new with the mainline hero uh, you know Halo games you know so Master Chief can sprint. That alone is good to me. I know people really hate sprint in Halo, but I absolutely love it. I cherish that so much. So if you guys didn't know, there is also a live action film that actually uh, went along with Halo 4 and it it premiered I think every week at the time on Machinima when they had a YouTube channel. And it was actually a story of Thomas Lasky, who is a captain in Halo 4 when you see him again. And it shows like his upbringing in the UNSC, and it kind of tells the story about this character as he's in Halo 4 and he works with Master Chief. Well, his, pro- his academy uh, gets attacked by the Covenant. It's their first um, contact, and Master Chief and Blue Team are actually the ones that save him. So it kind of gave this really cool live-action backstory to this character. Uh, and then obviously in the last episode... You get to see Chief kick ass and just be super badass. So I I felt like, which by the way, Chief was played by Colossus from the X Men movies. (laughs) Um, I just felt like they did a really, really good job of that live action film. I did not think it was bad. I believe I watched it last year again, and it's pretty solid. Like, you know, for what it is, they did a really good job, and it really made me excited for Halo 4. But personally, like, you know, just to put this on the table, When it comes to anything in life, I'm kind of always excited for something new. Like, even music, cars, movies, video games. I'm always excited to see some kind of change. Some type of difference, you know? I don't want the same thing every time. You know, there's a couple bands that I listen to, and like, every album they release, they just kind of sound the same, and like, I don't want that shit. And I understand a lot of people love Halo 2 and Halo 3 multiplayer the most, but... Those multiplayers already exist. I want to see a developer, you know, 343, take the multiplayers that we love and expand on them a bit. My issue is they expanded a little bit too much in Halo 4. They tried way too hard to make the game like Call of Duty. And in my opinion, I just think that was a really bad route to go. Like, that's what made Halo fun for so many people, especially me. Uh, Halo always stood out on its own. It was never Call of Duty, and you know, and Call of Duty, Call of Duty was never Halo. And I, that's what kind of bothered me is that Halo 4 really tried to be Call of Duty, and it, I think that's where they went wrong. They changed the art style on a lot of stuff. They made the Pelican, like, super fat and ugly. <laughs> I don't know why. The Battle Rifle actually looks okay. I was okay with that. The Assault Rifle still looked nice. The Magnum looked okay. Um... God, I'm sorry. They changed the beam rifle, and now it looks nasty as shit. Uh, They kept the Halo Reach Scorpion, which looks ugly as hell. The Warthog, they actually made nice changes to the Warthog. I'm really okay with the changes they made to the Warthog. It looks like for Halo Infinite, they made a mixture of the old and new Warthog. Same thing with the Pelican, so I'm excited to see what they do there. Uh, Halo 4's campaign. So this is, like, what I really want us to get into today. Halo 4 made it an amazing campaign. Now there's only two missions in the campaign that I would say are eh. And that is the second mission, where you first like have full on contact with the Prometheans and you have to drive a ghost through like the crumbling area, which that part's fun. But that mission itself where you have to go through a bunch of portals is kinda boring. I believe it's called Forerunner itself. Um I just I just didn't care for it too much. Wasn't really my thing. And there's another mission too that I didn't really care for. But overall, the game is great. It has a lot of great set pieces. Uh, you know, the the sandbox is beautiful. It's very well designed. Uh, all the environments look beautiful as hell. The Forerunner ones. You are in a jungle when the UNSC Infinity gets taken down. Uh, you're also in a desert area with a mammoth, which is like the biggest fucking vehicle you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> um The mission after that, you get to fly a fucking pelican. Um, It's not really that fun. I would still say go do the Halo Reach glitch uh, on New Alexandria. When you're supposed to fly the falcon around and save people, you can do a glitch and just fly the pelican from there. You'll need a friend to do it. You can do it on your own, but it's pretty hard. I would say go fly that pelican. Um, But the, the game is great. You got to fly a long sword. Yeah. So that is the... UNSC uh, space dogfighting ship. It's a starship. Um, you get to fly it as you chase the Didak, who's the main villain. Um, I'll get in get onto him in a second. So there's, oh, I'm sorry, broadsword. It's called a broadsword. Sorry. There's just there's moments in this game that haven't. I feel like Bungie just really was too reserved with, in my opinion, and so I really appreciate three four three taking a chance on that but the the crazy thing about 343 is they focus so hard on the campaign which i appreciate because i really do like i said enjoy it but the multiplayer could have been better the spartan ops shouldn't exist we should have firefight i feel like the forge and the forge based maps where you could just they're just plain sandboxes that you can create maps from i felt like they were really boring um overall i would say the game is great but before we move on to Halo 5, I actually want to go over a couple things. Um, Halo 4's uh, soundtrack actually broke records back in the day when it came out. So, yeah. So, Halo Four soundtrack is the highest-charting video game soundtrack ever. 9,000 copies of the album were sold during its first week on sale, propelling the album to number 50 on the Billboard 200. So, in 2012... Halo Four soundtrack actually broke records. So a lot of people don't talk about that, and I, I remember that because I did a project on uh, on that when I was in college, uh, going for audio production. So that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. So Neil David is the composer for Halo Four, and he kind of really made like the Halo music his own. Um, there's some parts where you can tell he honors. You know, Marty McDonald and, um, Mar- I'm sorry, Marty O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore. He really pays tribute to them in his own right, but he takes a lot of what they did and really finds a way to add his taste into the, the pool of music we got for Halo. And I really do believe he did a good job. Um, so I just wanted to talk about the music real quick. I'd say the sound design is good. Some of the guns kind of sound wonky, wonky, like the assault rifle and battle rifle, they sound kind of weird. The DMR looks super badass. Um, it's just, it's a it's a good game. It's actually a really good game. I'd give it a 7.9 out of 10. I think if you have not played this game yet and you have a PC, it's about to launch on PC, please go check it out. It's a really good game. I, I think it's criminally underrated. For what it is. It's not nearly as bad as anyone makes it out to be. Um, I, I believe furthering the story of Master Chief was really well done. He talks a lot, it's about him. You get to learn more about the character. Excuse me. And even though Bungie really wanted like the character of Master Chief to be like this silent soldier, like he's it's like us playing as a soldier, I still want the character to talk. And have a story and a backstory. And so that's one of the main things that 343 Industries really did. Is they made sure to explore the the lore of the Halo universe. And really share it with us. And I think they did a really good job of that. So I think 343 still deserves a little bit of credit for that. But now I would like to move on to where 343 really went wrong. (laughs) So we're going to talk about Halo 5, everyone. So Halo 5 came out on October 27th, 2015. And so after Halo 4 was done, everything was said and done, I kind of moved on from Halo. I didn't stop playing them entirely, but at the same time, I kind of did. I was playing a lot of Gears of War. Um, we'll be doing an episode on that sometime in the future, hopefully before the year ends. Uh, I was playing Titanfall. Uh, i already done an episode on that. But I was just playing a lot of different games, right? Uh, Destiny came out. Hopefully doing a Destiny episode eventually. Um, So by the time Halo 5 came out, I was really excited. I mean, I was was so hyped up for this game. I really believed it was going to be like game of the year, game of the decade. And it sucks. And that's it. It sucks. So... They had a marketing campaign called Hunt the Truth, and it's where you can listen to a bunch of podcasts that were supposed to lead up to the events of Halo 5 and kind of let you know this this backstory about Chief and about how he goes AWOL, and then you play as another Spartan called Spartan Lock, Team Osiris, which has Buck from Halo 3 ODST, Spartan Vale and Tanaka from... They're just new Spartans. And the, idea, the way they marketed this game was that you're going to have to hunt Master Chief down and potentially kill him bring him in at no matter the cost no matter what cost or chief is going to kill Locke and just like just like a bunch of stupid shit so I didn't spoil Halo 4 story because I still think there's a lot of people out there who haven't played it so before I go forward if you haven't played Halo 4 Technically, I'm going to be talking about some spoilers. So there's your warning. One, two, three. Yay! Let's move on. So <laughs> um, so Cortana's dead from Halo 4, right? She dies, and you find out that she's not dead. And so when the game comes out, there's a lot going on, and we get to play the game. So immediately, the game makes you play as Spartan Locke, and it's pretty bad. So, me and Jarrett, my cousin Jarrett, shout out to Jarrett for playing this campaign with me. It's a lot of fun to play uh, Halo games with him. Me and him noticed immediately that the storytelling for this game is god-awful. The cutscenes, like, literally are like cliffhangers. The way they cut every, like, scene, like, a character's talking, and then it goes to black, and then you load into the mission on, on, on the campaign. I don't know what they were thinking (laughs) but it's pretty goddamn bad and you play as chief three times you play as chief three times and then that's it like that that's it so i believe you have 10 missions and you play as chief three times so you know that's not a very good ratio of playing as the main character of the franchise but you, so you kind of hunt Chief, sort of, and there's a little bit of a brawl between Spartan Lock and Chief, and Spartan Lock cracks Chief's visor, and then Chief says, fuck you, and locks him with his own armor lock thing, and leaves. And that's it. There's no more chasing. No more literal, like, I'm gonna kill you, Chase. Nothing like, we gotta bring him in, sir. He went AWOL. It's like, a complete 180 for this whole team's thought process and now and no one even like like uh, Captain Lasky who gave the order to have Team Osiris go track down Chief and see what's going on never talks about Chief again never says a word about Chief through the rest of the campaign uh Spartan Locke just does whatever he can to get to Chief and save him from Cortana, because Cortana's shit crazy. She's bringing up these massive Forerunner metal structures, they're called Guardians. They look like giant metal angels of death, and it sounds pretty cool when you put it like that, but they look kind of, they, they don't look too bad. And um, Cortana wants to put Chief in a Cryptum, which is a Forerunner prison ball. It's literally a ball that's like a prison. <laughs> and you see you see how bad this campaign is like I can't even explain it to you guys. Anyways, this campaign sucks. So, 343 focused a lot on the campaign with Halo 4 and they they got very well deserved critiques on the Halo 4 multiplayer in my opinion because I forgot to mention it, the Halo 4 player base, I think literally died within like a month or two, you know, statistically you know, based off Halo 3 and Halo Reach's numbers, Halo 4 did really bad in terms of maintaining a player base based off their game modes, the changes they made. So, with Halo 5, they kept the mobility for the Spartans, but they really focused on the gameplay. I would say the level, the, the arena level design. Um, the, the gameplay is fun. The gameplay is really, really fun. I actually think the game looks beautiful. You know, the campaign, I thought, I was telling Jared, I'm like, oh, this actually looks pretty good. I was looking at the water, you know, I'm playing it at 4K, 60 frames, like it looks clean. But my issue is they focus like too much on esports with the Spartans, you know, the intro and outro to the, the multiplayer matches. The multiplayer level design was all like based off previous esports maps from the fucking previous Halo games. They made it, there was no big team battle at launch. Forge wasn't available at launch. Um, They had a rec system. So these are points you earn for leveling up your character. And actually, no, I'm sorry, they're points you earn for. Opening up packs for completing daily challenges like logging in or winning your first match of the day. And you can build those up and buy bronze, silver, or gold packs. And I believe the gold pack was like three US dollars, three or four US dollars. And I don't remember the rest, you know, in terms of pricing. But, anyways, Halo 5 had microtransactions. It was a full priced Halo game with like. 200 armor sets at the end of their DLC cycle that look like shit. Like, the armor design is really, really bad in this game. I fucking hate it. The customization is god awful. You can't even customize your emblems. You can't customize armor pieces. You literally put on, besides the helmet, you literally put on everything underneath your neck is all one giant piece of armor in the options. So if you press on the Mark V armor, Everything you're wearing, you know, shoulders, legs, elbow, you know, everything is all Mark V. And then your helmet could be like Mark VI or something like that. Well, Mark V beta or whatever. So I think they did a really bad job with the customization. The rec system was kind of stupid too because you can earn weapons, vehicles, skins. And the weapons and vehicles are actually for their new game mode called Warzone. Which I fucking lost my mind over when the game first came out. I played it at E3. Uh, It's a 12v12 multiplayer mode with objectives. It's actually got PvP and PvE in it. So that means there's actually AI on the map fighting with you like Marines at your bases. Utterly useless, by the way. So don't worry, they're not cool and useful. But you can also fight enemies like Covenant, uh, you know, Forerunner enemies that spawn. You can kill bosses to earn a lot of points for your team, but if you kill them, you earn a ton of rec points. So if your rec level is like two and you kill a legendary boss, they'll probably send you to like four, and so you can get a lot of better rewards. But you can see where this is going, and it became pay to win. Like if you, the listener right now, if you haven't played Halo Five, you get the game, and we play you and me play Warzone. We're on each, you know different teams. I will win guaranteed if it was like a one v one. Because I have cards that have, like, a fucking rocket launcher that shoots, like, three rockets. And you don't have anything because you just got the game. So I think they handled the microtransactions horribly. Like, I just think it's terrible. Um, Their content updates were pretty bad, too, though, to be honest. They added, like, variants of the same maps. Um, Their original maps that I think in this game were truly awful. Like, I don't think they were good at all. Um, I think their Forge pieces, once again, just like Halo 4, look terrible. But one of the things that really held this game together is the community. So they added a custom games browser. And then their Forge in this game, got to give them credit. They have scripting. They added more objects and pieces than ever. I mean, just the maps that some people have come up with are insane. Like As I'm recording this... I haven't found it. I'm trying to find it. I've seen YouTube videos of it. But someone created their own battle royale game mode that actually has a zone that you have to go to, that you actually have to travel to or you start losing health like your typical battle royale. I would say, you know, those kind of things really kept this game going. Like even I had a map called Predators and I made like a jungle map and the predator was invisible. (laughs) It was... it was a pretty bad but cool map. It's not a good map. I won't give myself too much credit. But it's, it's really a shame that 343 focused so hard on the multiplayer because the campaign sucks. Uh, they later brought back Firefight, but it's called Warzone Firefight. So once again, you're using all those cards again. And it's just, it's just a meaningless game mode. I was really excited when it came out cuz I I truly love the game mode Firefight but they just they fucked it up again. <laughs> um I'm trying not to be so pessimistic but honestly like if anyone from 343 listens to this like I hope they understand that like you know there's it's not it's okay to do your own thing. I think it's important as creators you don't want to do the same shit someone else did. But there comes a point where you have to look at it and go, "Well, this isn't what fans want." So how can I How can I take care of the people who are going to be paying for this game and keeping the lights on in the studio, but also really take a step back and do what I want to do because I'm the developer. So to me as a fan, it's truly a double-edged sword. I understand wanting to do something new, but if it's something that's so far out for a game that already had such a familiar fan base with a formula, I just, I don't know. I just think you got to play it somewhat safe. I think Halo Four and Five were about as not as as about as unsafe as you can get. Uh, I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. So I'm I'm really hoping with Halo Infinite they take a step back, they look at Halo Four and Halo Five, they look at the Master Chief Collection, and see how can we combine all three of these. Because I'm really okay with that. Let's let's take the entire franchise, see all the best oh, excuse me, see all the best parts about that, and make it into a game. And honestly, that's what Halo Infinite looked like at the E3 trailer. There's a lot of designs all over the place. The Warthog looks like the original, but also Halo uh, 343's Warthog. You know, the assault rifles, the Halo Reach assault rifle. Um, Master Chief's armor looks like a combination of all armors, you know, that he's worn in the past. So there's definitely a lot that they're paying attention to. Um, I'm really excited for the future of Halo. I believe there's a lot there. I still think 343 can really get the job done. Um, I'm just scared at the same time because I'm such a huge fan, but at this, you know, it's just been, it's been really difficult guys. So this is me looking back at Halo 4 and Halo 5. There's a lot to like in both of these games, but they are not without their issues. I still prefer Halo 4 over Halo 5. Um, I really did enjoy the story. I mean, playing it again with my cousin the other day, uh, we had a ton of fun. There's a lot going on there, and there's a lot more storytelling than Halo 5, I can tell you that much. But if you're looking for multiplayer, I'd definitely stay with Halo 5. Ultimately, friends, just play the Master Chief Collection until Halo Infinite comes out, and I think you'll be better off. So, this was looking back at Halo 4 and 5, uh, 343's mainline Halo games. And I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I am beyond excited to be back to be recording um, I'm, I'm just, it really means the world to me to do this show. It, it does. I just needed a quick break. Um, especially after I lost that last episode, I'm still pretty irritated by it. Cause this isn't what I was recording. I was recording a completely different episode. So, um, I think when the month is over, actually, I think when this week is over, I'll probably do another news update. So we'll see. Um, as of right now, until I can figure out what I want to do, I'll probably do episodes once a week. Um, this week, to make up for last week, no matter what, we will get two episodes, so expect another one on Friday. But I'm just trying to figure things out. I really want to make episodes that are meaningful and really last a while. Um, But it doesn't help when I play, like, I don't play Xbox a lot, but when I do, I'm playing, like, Halo, Apex, Monster Hunter. Like, I'm always playing the same game, so it's really been difficult to take a step back and probably... Uh, play something else to record on it. So please bear with me on that. I'm trying to get some more guests on the show again, like Eric, Alex, gonna get my cousin Jerry on here soon. So once again, thank you everybody for your patience. Thank you for your support. You have no idea how much it means to me. You are all amazing. And I hope you have a good day and I'll talk to you again real soon. Bye.